Today on the Bob Sands Podcast, why reading a speech is so yesterday. Welcome to the Bob Sands Podcast, where we give you the necessary tools, tips, and hacks to help you tell your story and get your message heard above all the noise. And now with today's show, here's Bob. For joining me on the podcast today. I remember when it happened, when it was illustrated to me like never before. I was due to speak right after a medical doctor at, well, let's call it a mental health convention. I was due to be the motivational person that would wrap up just prior to lunch. I stood and watched as the doctor droned on and on, reading his PowerPoint slides to the audience. He was losing them already, and I remember thinking to myself, this is tragic that a topic so important is being so mishandled by the speaker. And then it happened, a power surge. Now, apparently his battery backup was not working on his computer, so when the power surge occurred, everything shut down and it had to be rebooted. And the doctor stood there speechless and apologizing because he had no idea where he was going next. You say, well, that's not reading a speech, is it? Well, yes, it's the modern version of reading a speech, and we've all seen it. People who put their PowerPoint slides up, and then they read the slides to us, make a commentary about the slides, and then they move on to the next slide and read those slides to us. It's the equivalent of having a bunch of papers in front of you, but instead looking down and droning on and reading the text. Oh, I know people say, I have to write out my thoughts. This is an important speech. Well, your speech may not be quite as important as the Gettysburg Address or as important as John Kennedy's inaugural speech. In fact, I would venture to say that if Kennedy were here today and Lincoln, they would, even though their speeches would be written out, would probably use what's called a teleprompter. You've seen the teleprompters. When there are important speeches that are being given, the President of the United States and other heads of state most often will be reading those speeches through the teleprompter, which literally gives you a view of the audience, and it causes the audience to believe that you are making eye contact. Why? Because eye contact is more important than anything else. You know, I think it's interesting when people talk about writing out speeches, because I was trained in the area of homiletics, which is preaching. I lived for years where I had to prepare a sermon, a new speech, the equivalent of 3,500 words every week, and speak to the same group of people. We were also trained to write out our sermons word for word. What was interesting is that many of the people to whom my professors referred didn't write out their sermons or their speeches ahead of time. People like Aristotle, Plato, people like Tertullian and others. Often their speeches or sermons endured because there were people that were taking them down in shorthand. I would venture to say today that were they here, they would be delivering their sermons or their speeches in a way that would be more conversational because that's where people are at today. When it comes to delivering a speech, you have to make the decision of whether you want to have transformation of the audience or whether you just want to disseminate information. It's a problem when we are preparing a speech and we're simply going to read it. It's a problem historically because it wasn't 
always how it was done. It's a, it's a problem with authenticity too. Everybody talks about authenticity today. I love it. When they say, listen, you have to work to be authentic. If you have to work to be authentic, then you're not being authentic. When you and I are in a conversation and we're talking with other people, we are being who we are. We, we have our voice, and often we lose that voice when we get up in front of a group because we are intimidated, we are fearful, we're thinking they're not going to like us. There are so many things going through our head that we lose our voice, and that's why we resort to reading something from paper. But be authentic. Use your voice. And the way to get your voice back is not to sit there and drone on and on reading a speech. By the way, there's another reason why I think writing it out and reading it doesn't always work today. And that's for practicality reasons. Often today, people are giving a few speeches a week. Now, they're not only speaking in front of an audience, but often they're doing maybe a podcast, as I'm doing today. Or maybe there is a live video. Or maybe there is something else that they are doing on social media. And so, by default, to have to write out a speech every single time and then try to read it is time-consuming. And besides, that's not how people talk today. People want you to appear to be having a conversation with them. More than appear, they want to do it. So how do you prepare a speech properly without reading it in front of an audience? Well, I think first, it's really important that you make sure that you prepare orally in the first place. Many years ago, I read a book. I believe it's out of print now. It was called The Art of Public Speaking. It was by Johnny Carson's ex-right-hand man, Ed McMahon, of course, who passed away. Ed McMahon wrote the book with a gentleman who had a PhD in communications. And they traced the entire history of how people actually should prepare speeches orally because that's how they're going to be delivered orally. In fact, McMahon, in that book and something that I have now used for years said, prepare an outline, stand it up, speak it, record it, listen back to it, make changes to your outline, and keep doing that until you get the speech the way you want it, and then listen to it over and over again. Today, those, that is so much easier because we can simply take our phone and use our voice memo section app on our phone, and we can literally practice and listen back to what we are doing. Learn to develop the speech orally. Now, one way to really do that well is to also think it out. I know, I know some people will say, maybe you should write the speech out to think it through. I agree with that. There's nothing wrong with writing it out. The problem is, is that when you write it out, you try to remember the exact phrases and memorize what you're saying. Memorize, rather, what you wrote. So one of the things that I had a homiletics professor that wrote a book a number of years ago said that the ultimate between the two, the hybrid, to really prepare a good speech is to use a full sentence outline. And often that's what they will teach you in speech classes today. Use a full sentence outline where you are, you are reducing your point that you're going to make to a thought. By the way, Roughly, one of those lines represents about a hundred words to maybe, which is about a little less than a minute to a minute and a half of talk time. So remember that one line 
one sentence could represent about a minute of talk time if you are up in front of an audience. So it's really important in helping you to set your timing. But once you get the cadence down, you'll figure out how much talk time it is for you per sentence. But if you want a hybrid and you want to do it quicker and you want something that's going to help you in rehearsing this orally, make sure that you use a full sentence outline. Now, you may not even want to take that full sentence outline with you to the podium. You may want to have bullet points or you may want to just take the bullet points and memorize them. Reduce it to whatever you need when you get up there, but but make sure that you eliminate the need to read. People want to have you having a conversation with them. They don't want to see the top of your head. And most importantly, rehearse. Rehearse like you've never rehearsed before. One of the things that often bothers me about speech writers today is I've actually heard them echo. They may not say this to their clients, but they'll say, you know, I personally, I'm an introvert. I don't like speaking. I like writing. Folks, if you have a speechwriter that doesn't like to give speeches or that has, hasn't given that many, run the other way because it's more about the delivery than just the written word. You need more than just those words on paper. You have to, at an organic event, an event in the moment, deliver those words that could transform the life of somebody else. So make sure that you are rehearsing, that you are working on delivery, and that you are being coached through that delivery. If your speechwriter is not a speech coach, but you trust a speechwriter, get a speech coach. If I had to make the choice between getting a speech writer and getting someone that could help me to be a speech coach and deliver my own words, I would choose the latter over the former if your job demands that you speak a lot and you don't need a written text. Yes, I will tell you, reading a speech is so yesterday. So whatever you do, don't use yesterday's techniques to prepare for tomorrow. If you have a speech to give, write it out in full sentence outlines. Rehearse it like crazy. Practice, 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 and you'll sound natural because that's what people want when it comes to giving a speech. Have a great day and join me again on the Bob Sands Podcast. Thanks for joining us today on the Bob Sands Podcast, where we help you tell your story and get your message heard above the noise. For additional info, you can follow Bob on his blog at bobsands.net. That's bobsands.net. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast while you're there. You can also follow him on Twitter at Bob Sands. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time on the Bob Sands Podcast.